What is up with it, Panther Nation? This is your sports editor, Daniel Stackhouse, here coming to you from the Panther Pit with a sports news update on everything that's been going on these past two weeks. First of all, let's point our attention to fall sports honors. In softball, senior Joey Lester got recognized on the GACA first team all-state team, and junior Lily Backus got recognized as the GACA 5A pitcher of the year. So congratulations to, do, to those two. And for cross-country, seniors Colton Nolvey and Darby Olive got recognized on the 5A boys and girls all-state teams respectively. So congratulations to them and congratulations to all of the fall sports honors that have been going out recently. In our sports talk on this podcast, we're going to start it with football. When we last left off, the Panthers had won the Region 2 5A title and were on their way to the playoffs against the Money's Mill Tigers. In round one of the playoffs, Stars Mill defeated the Money's Mill Tigers in a complete blowout, 63-6, to set up their second round game against the Coffee Trojans. The Panthers came out with different formations and played with a lot of discipline early on to try and get the edge over Coffee. However, as the game progressed, Coffee gained more and more control. Stars Mill tried to get something going in a long incremental drive going on in the fourth quarter, which ultimately led in a blocked field goal that led to a Coffee 70-yard touchdown pass. As the game progressed, the Panthers ended up losing too much control and lost 24-9 to be eliminated from the playoffs. Our junior staff writer, Abby Carter, talked with Coach Phillips after the game, and here's what he had to say. Well, we felt like we had to do something to neutralize their their athletic ability. And um, their coach is a wing T guy, and he, he really understands the offense and how to stop it. And um, we tried to get Cole and Stamp Lee and Wes Haney on the field to try to you know, those are our big playmakers, you know, our seniors, and those are our, you know, our guys that try to get them out there and making plays on offense. All right. And it didn't seem like the offense could get anything going. What would you say went wrong? Well, again, their coach is a wing T guy. I mean, he's a 40-year veteran coach. He understands it. We just, we did a poor job of blocking on the perimeter. And for what we try to do, you've got to block people in space and we just did not do a very good job of it we had a couple times yards got knocked down in the first half we had big plays that were looked like they were about to to happen and he got knocked down and I feel like we we played the last three weeks we played teams that we really weren't really pushed playing and it kind of it came up to hurt us because we weren't ready to play a 48-minute game. I thought we played well in the first half, and then we had a couple things go against us, and we just didn't answer the call. It's because we hadn't been really battle-tested in the last month, and it, it hurt us not being in a close game yeah. since shoot, Sandy Creek. Yeah. yeah, so it's been a long time, and it it, it just it had a negative effect on us. Yeah. And what happened defensively for Coffee to get through? Well, in the second half, we we missed two. We had a penalty. We had them backed up and had a, a very uncharacteristic penalty for us. A very uh, lack of discipline and made a horrible decision over there and gave them a first down. And then on their touchdown run to take the lead, we had him dead to right. Two guys had him dead to right and just didn't make a play. You know, you got to get you got to get skill kids on the ground and. You know, these are the best 16 teams playing in the state, and everybody's good. And if you don't, if you don't get people on the ground, you're going to make you pay. 
All right, and final thoughts on the season and the, on the senior class. Well, we had a very, considering the conditions of the missing spring football and missing all the summer together and not being able to work out together until, you know, July. I'm very proud of these kids. I mean, they, they battled through some major adversity. They've learned some, un, some great life lessons through the game. And um, they won a fifth region title in a row. If we'd played the Northside game, they'd have won 10, game, 10 games and you know, back to back 10 win seasons for the first time since I think 03 and 04, wow. which is a long way. And, and all, almost reached, we were a, a game or two short of having the most wins in a four year period in the history of the school. I think we're only one or two games short of breaking the overall record. So it's, this, these group of kids accomplished a lot. Wes Haney and Cole Bishop and Cole Sanders and Joseph Rampey and Dalton Cove and you know they just we're gonna miss them and, but they they really accomplished a lot I'm proud of them. Now the season is done for the Panthers and the Coffee Trojans will go on to play at Calhoun against the Calhoun Yellow Jackets today at 7:30 p.m. Congratulations to the Panthers for an incredible 9-2 season. With all the odds, they ended up having a very successful season. And congratulations to the senior class, who did a lot for the school, including winning four consecutive region championships. Up next is Cheer. The Cheer team has unfortunately been having to deal with a lot of positive tests and quarantining on their end. And other than their first meet at Putnam County about a month ago, they haven't really had the chance to compete. Their most recent meet that would have been against Whitewater on December 5th was canceled, so they haven't had any new opportunities to compete, and unfortunately, we don't have any news to provide for that. However, we do have videos with Abby Carter and head coach Manny Ralliff on the Prowler website, theprowlernews.org, so go and check them out. It will let you know anything about cheer after the break. Wrestling was also going to have a meet on December 5th against Carrollton, which ended up being canceled, so we unfortunately have nothing to report. Up next is Swim. Recently, they had dual meets against Whitewater and McIntosh, both of which they won. And they also won a meet up in Gainesville, Georgia, and went third place overall, the girls coming in second, and the boys coming in fifth in a meet in Cummings, Georgia. At the moment, the team has 10 swimmers that have qualified for state, and both boys and girls have qualified in all three of the relays. The girls that have qualified for state are Elena Burrows, Avery McFadden, Lauren Presley, Kelly Fox, Kenzie Tucker, and Juliana Carl. The boys that have qualified are Seth Roach, Michael Tucker, Sam Sayani, and Jimmy Callaghan. Their next meeting is coming up in Adairsville this weekend. So if you can, go support their Panthers on their quest to win their 21st consecutive county championship title. Finally, to round out this podcast, we have some basketball news. They've recently played their first set of region games this past Saturday. The girls were coming in with some struggles, and a lot of their games were being canceled while the boys were riding high with an undefeated record. Unfortunately, the girls ended up losing against Northside while the boys won a very close match. Both teams are trying to iron out their kinks with the girls trying to work on their fundamentals with a whole new lineup and the boys basically just trying to make sure they can refine what they're already good at. Staff writer Abby Carter had the chance to talk to both Coach Sweeney of the girls team and Coach Reeves of the girls team and first, here's what Coach Sweeney had to say. How's the team coming together on the court? Um... It's been a struggle. I've had seven girls on quarantine for 14 days. So um, it's been really difficult trying to get them all to play together when you don't have the entire team there. So um, it's a work in progress, and I think it's going to be that way the entire season. Um, so what's it going to take to get Jacqueline attacking the basket? Yeah. <laughs> um, she actually did really well the first two games. Um, today she was tired. 
um, and you could tell that that's that's exactly all it was today. So they full court pressed the entire time, and she got tired. So usually she does attack the basketball. All right, and you've got new players, veterans, girls who specialize in other sports. How do you bring them all together and get them to play together as a team? Um, we're, we're trying to work on fundamentals in practice. Um, that's, that's where we're kind of lacking right now. So the first 45 minutes of practice every day, we work on fundamentals, trying to get um, their basketball, their minds on basketball instead of all the other sports. Because they are, they're all playing different sports all the time. And so trying to get them focused on basketball is the goal right now. That's great. And what's it going to take to get more players involved in scoring, or is your intent to build the offense around Jacqueline? Um, I mean, we work on everybody. We work on the team um, aspect of offense a lot. Um, we work on shooting and everything. Um, but somebody eventually is going to have to step up because Jacqueline's not going to be able to do it themselves for herself. So um, it's really going to come down to who wants to. And here's what Coach Reeves had to say. So we started the game really sloppy. How did you get the team settled in? Well, we just, I mean, we kind of focused again on the fact that it was our first home game. It was our first, um, you know, like I said, we, we looked like we had the jitters at home for the first time. Everything, yeah, like I said, balls were going through hands. Like it just wasn't as clean as it has been in the, in the first five games. And uh, so, like I said, we just tried to settle ourselves down, talk about playing tough, started, you know, talk about, you know, doing the things that we have been doing because that's not the team that we've been, you know. And so we just tried to remind them of who they've been for the last five games and then just kind of refocus ourselves. Yeah. And you guys didn't score a lot of points in the first half. <laughs> what did you say during halftime to get them to pick it up? Um, well, you know, like, I mean, you didn't say it. I mean, you, you, I basically, you know, you, you say the things that every coach says. You know, you've got to, you know, we kind of counted down where their points came from. I honestly didn't care about the offense. I wasn't thinking offensively. I was thinking defensively. We basically counted down and said we gave up four offensive rebounds that turned into eight points, and we gave up a bad three-pointer. So that's 11 points off the board, and we'd be up by whatever it was. So I told them lock in defense, and then the points will come. And if you saw the third quarter, you know, even though we had a big Malachi infusion there, which obviously is a big deal, but like I said, when the um, when we started playing better defense and getting those rebounds, we turned them into points on the other end. So like I said, I just told them to make sure our offense turns into uh, or our defense turns into offense. Great. And Malachi entering the game really changed the energy. How's he? How's the team and him adjusting? Well, I mean, we literally just got him back today. Um, you know, he's up in football until last night. I told him if he had to – I told him to watch the first half and to remember kind of some of the things we've done because he just didn't know we're in a new defense this year and because we went away from our defense and just went man-to-man. So I figured Mal could run that, and he's fine doing that. And offensively, we kind of put in a basic offense to make sure that they could – that he could just pick up real quick. And so, like I said, we did we, – you know, we did exactly what we wanted to with him. And like I said, he just brings a lot of energy. He brings a lot of athleticism, and we were able to push the ball up the or with him in there so like I said he's just an infusion of athleticism and just pure energy off the bench so and he's not going to be off the bench very long that's just tonight until we get him used to everything yeah and what's starting what's the starting five going to look like moving forward well I mean you know you, you, you kind of go with who's been working you know like I said Miles started all last year, so we expect him to come into that spot. Um, we're going to be a little bit bigger. You know, we've been going with the two-guard front, or like the two point guards in there at the same time. So, you know, we're eventually going to get a little bit bigger and, uh, you know, and like I said, a little bit more athletic right off the bat. So, um, like I said, but he started all last year, so we expect him to slide right into that role now. So, Yeah, and you have back-to-back region games Thursday and Friday. What are you going to do this week to prepare 
Uh, we're going to watch some film on McIntosh. We're going to uh, talk about what defensive scheme we want to run. Make sure, um, you know, just make sure that we're ready. We're going to get healthy. Uh, you know, we may get Brandon back this week, which also is adding another 15 to 20 points into our lineup. Um, and then we're just going to kind of make sure that we do what we need to do. And like I said, we just said the main thing is watching film and getting ready to see what they got. They also had another region game against McIntosh last night where both played a very tough difficult game against the Chiefs and the Lady Chiefs with the girls winning a close call and the boys losing in double overtime. Now at this moment both teams head into their home game against Griffin with a 1-1 region record. Well that basically rounds out this podcast. If you want to see anything else that probably's got about sports, believe me, we've got it. We've got cover stories, we've got analysis, we've got video interviews, we've got podcasts. We do it all and we would love your viewership at theprowlernews.org. That's all for now. I'm Daniel Stackhouse. Thank you for listening. Go Panthers.